0: Listener production.
1: You've never ever been anything but encouraging. If I'll come home or something, I'll go, oh this or that, or you always find the positive. You're amazing for my self confidence, the children's self confidence, everyone's self confidence. You always find a way to be positive, and that's amazing, incredible trait.
0: Hello, my lovely listeners. This is a bit of a special big question for you. It's a very personal one for me, and I really wanna share it with you because you have been so loving and kind when I post about my darling Petey, my husband, because 20 years ago, I made the very best decision of my life, and that was marrying Petey because recently we celebrated our 20th anniversary. I cannot believe 20 years have gone by since we got married. And so many of you commented on my Instagram post and asked a number of questions which got me thinking, I need to get Petey into the podcast studio. I managed to twist his arm because he doesn't like being too personal, but for me, he agreed to do it because there was a number of things that kept popping up, things like Couple goals, hashtag. So in today's episode, I want to explore that a bit further. Petey is shaking his head. Don't worry, my darling, it's all going to be fun because we want to talk about what keeps our love alive. So for this Valentine's Day, (laughs) I'm asking the big question, what is the secret to our happy marriage? Welcome, Petey. Jessica.
1: Jessica. So, (laughs) how are
0: you feeling, my darling?
1: Riveted and delighted to be here, Jessica.
0: I have some questions Mm -hmm. that we're both going to answer. Mm -hmm. So, let's kick off with the first one. Petey, Mm. who said I love you first? Can't remember. You can't remember? No. I said it first.
1: Did you? Where were we?
0: Well, I can't actually remember where we were. Oh, you're
1: asking the questions. (laughs)
0: No, but we can put them back onto each other too. Okay. I said it first because I was a lot more clear on loving you and wanting to spend my life with you. You took a little bit of convincing.
1: Yeah, but that's me. I take, you know, slow burn. I think slow burn is the way to go. And then the light bulbs came on, Jessica, and I knew that you were the one.
0: Oh, how did you know I was the one?
1: Because you were so generous of spirit, so loving, so caring, so consistent and it made me happy.
0: Oh, well, you make me happy. I knew you were the one early on. Why? Because, and don't roll your eyes because you I always didn't. go, no, I'm about to tell you why. Mm. <laughs> because you are such a decent, good person. And I knew I could always count on you. You had a wonderful solidity. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's the right uh, word. Is that but, body
1: mass? Or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. But you had a lovely just presence. But you were like a rock to me. Mm-hmm. I knew I could always count on you and you wouldn't be going anywhere. And, and also your approach to life is very similar to mine. That mm-hmm. the sorts our moral compass. Yes. Is the same.
1: 100%. We are very different though. but because it I, works.
0: I think that's it why works. it works. How boring if I was exactly like you.
1: And how boring if I was exactly like you. Well,
0: exactly. (laughs) There'd be too much competition in the colour stakes if we were exactly the same. Next question. Actually, you could ask me this.
1: What has surprised you the most about our relationship?
0: What has surprised me the most? Probably, I'm just thinking, you do stress about things, but when it's those big moments in life, you don't sweat that. And I think
1: I that sweat is, the small stuff. You
0: do sweat the small stuff, but before I was aware of when big things happened, you were very, this is how we're going to manage it. Mm. And I think that surprised me because I'd seen you sweating a lot of small stuff.
1: Yeah, and I still can sweat the small stuff like a world champion. But yes, the big stuff, not a problem at all.
0: Well, like the small stuff at the moment all the snuffle and mess that's in the, our bedroom.
1: Yes, well, that's your stuff, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> I hate it.
0: Why do you hate it?
1: Because you just acquire and then there'll come a time in a few years where I'll order five mini-skips and we'll just get all of that junk out and we'll start again.
0: Petey, you should answer that too. What has surprised you most?
1: Well, can I answer it? what has not surprised me is that your absolutely appalling ability to answer a telephone, to reply to a text. Remember, I'll never forget, I couldn't get you for hours and I walked into the newsroom and I said, I just cannot get Jessica and I was so annoyed. They said, oh, they had the big tweet deck up and they said, oh, she's tweeting profusely. So I sent you a message and said, what is the best way to contact you via Twitter text message or voicemail? P.S. A major luxury car company has sent a text saying they'd love to give you a car but they need to know what colour in the next 10 minutes. You rang me back within 10 seconds and you said, really? I said, no, but that's the only way I can get in touch with you. It's true.
0: It is true. I haven't improved, though. Not a bit. Because sometimes it's like you'll just keep ringing, ringing.
1: Yes, to tell you something inane. (laughs) But but (laughs) that is because I love to share with you and I love our combination and our connection and... Just how you are so positive every time I ring, which I love, even if it's, you know, something that I'm a bit stressed about or whatever, you're still so positive. So that's why perhaps I love ringing you 20 times a day.
0: Oh, Petey, and it is quite a lot. Mm. And sometimes I might be a bit busy or Yeah, but you I'm...
1: always go, hello, my darling.
0: Of course.
1: Look, I'm, I'm just in the middle of having open-heart surgery, so I can't talk. <laughs> but that's how it is. You're always so consistently nice oh, to please. me. Oh, Thank you. Well, I, it's
0: because I love you so much. Mm. So you've sort of answered my next question. What do you love about me mm. and what are my best qualities? Well, I
1: love your generosity of spirit, your kindness. But the best thing I love about you is how, as a mother, you're beautiful to our two daughters, Allegra and Giselle, and they... I love observing their love for you and their connection to you and the traits that they've taken from you and that as a, you know, father and as a husband and as a human being is extremely rewarding. Better than $150 million bucks in the Powerball.
0: Oh, Poody, thanks, my darling. Well, I'm going to answer what your best qualities are. Mm-hmm. You have a lot. mm mm-hmm. It is also your generosity of spirit, your compassion for people, your kindness, and the way you treat everyone around you. And that was something that struck me early on when I first met you, that you speak to people as if they are the most important person in the world when you are talking with them. I remember early on in our relationship, I'd get a little frustrated when we go out for dates and you'd end up interviewing the waiter, or whatever. And I'd be thinking, talk to me, talk to me. Mm. But as time has passed, I love the way that you listen to people. Mm. You're an amazing listener and you want to discover more about someone.
1: Because you never know what it, you discover. Talk to the kids. I say to them, listen to what people have to say. I can't stand it when people don't listen. Even you hear interviews sometimes and you think, man, the person just answered that and now you're you're asking the question that they've just answered. So listening is what life's all about because you learn so much. And uh, I had a great moment the other day in the local baker where... I was listening and I laughed because the punchline was great. This lovely Indian gentleman who served me said, oh, Mr. Peter, Mr. Peter, I watch you every night on Channel 9 on the news. Every night I watch you, Mr. Peter. Everyone, Mr. Peter Dutton is in the bakery. (laughs) (laughs) But I roared with laughter and and let it it go. But I don't know whether that's about listening, but that's just an anecdote that just came to mind.
0: I think what it's about, though, is you enjoy people. I do. And you enjoy meeting people, chatting with them, having a laugh, and that's what I love about you too. And Mm. I've learned a lot about that from watching you. I know our daughters have as well. Mm. They love talking with people. They're great conversationalists. They are. And they're engaged with people, and I Mm. think that's what also is an amazing quality about you. Well,
1: hopefully that osmosis from both of us, that they just soak it up and that only enhances their life and what is going to be a, a complex life with, you know, this ever-changing world and you've got still the old-fashioned, it's not even old-fashioned, just the absolute core plank of living your life is being able to listen to someone and learning and responding, reacting. It's pretty straightforward, but a lot of people don't listen.
0: And that, I think as well, my darling, your humanity is also one of your beautiful qualities.
1: I feel like this is, this is your life, Jessica.
0: <laughs> well, it is our life, Petey. Mm. It's our marriage, 20-year marriage. Okay, how has our relationship changed?
1: Well, children make your relationship change and you put certain things to the side and you devote your time to your kids. And I often say... And you do too. You know, don't forget each other. Don't forget each other. And we're pretty good at that, I think. Date nights, we try to get a few in.
0: It can be tricky, though. I I think the reality is for people listening, it's not always
1: perfect. No, of course it's not. You know, we argue and you frustrate me and drive me spare. Oh,
0: how could I possibly frustrate you?
1: You can when I ask you if you could do this or that or whatever. Have you done that? And it's almost a perverseness. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) But (laughs) That's not true. But your relationship, every marriage or relationship changes. There's no question about that. And I always think the biggest challenge will be is when the kids go to university, become independent, become adults and do their own thing, and then it's just you and I and the dog and the two cats, and that's where you've got to draw on what you've built over the last 20-plus years. You've got to, you know, make sure those foundations are strong because... So many relationships, that's when things start to falter. And we talk about that a lot, about having, you know, this incredibly solid foundation.
0: And we do have a solid foundation. I think the key to that as well is our friendship.
1: Mm. We really
0: are one another's yeah. best friends. Yeah. And I know that I can always count on you. But also, we have great conversations. You make me laugh. I make you laugh sometimes. Mm-hmm. And You do? Yeah. And so <laughs> I think... Those shared... We, I mean, we don't have a lot of shared interests, though. I mean, we love travel. Yeah. And we don't really cook.
1: <laughs> you do... You, oh, no, you did a beautiful boiled water last oh, night. I
0: made you salmon last it night. It was lovely. <laughs> but I think as well it's okay if for couples, because there'd be people listening going, oh, that doesn't sound like us or that sounds like us, That it doesn't matter that you don't do everything together.
1: No, I think it... You know, when you go away for a few days or whatever, it, it only... You know, I'll text you within half an hour and say, God, I miss you, and if you've got the kids with you and you've gone somewhere, I miss the family unit, very lonely without us all being together. And I think we're lucky enough that we just did a trip, which we went overseas, the four of us, and our kids thanked us every day, which made it all so worthwhile, and looking at their wonder at the world through their eyes and their experiences. And I think what we're very lucky is we are a very, very tight family unit. And we have public jobs, but that's by the by. We are still just, when it's all said and done, like any other family in terms of the challenges, the... We've
0: got teenagers, so it, we grapple yeah, with all of all those of things. And it,
1: wor- and, and it works and you, you know, you prioritise, right, we've got to fix this, 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 this and this. And, and it works, but it's like any other family and any other relationship.
0: I think is also why it works for us is you're good at the the detail.
1: Oh yes, I'm a
0: big ideas person. Mm. I <laughs> I sort of do the decoration and the you know keep the show on the road entertainment wise. Yes, but then you're good at the paying the bills. Yes, <laughs> replying to the emails, doing all of the
1: yeah. But that works. Yes. Now, you said it was just asking questions and there's a huge pile of questions. Next question, oh, please.
0: Oh, Petey. Ah, okay. What is the biggest challenge we've faced as a couple outside of IVF? We've spoken oh. earlier on the podcast on our earlier season about our IVF. Obviously, going through my postnatal depression, that was a huge time for us that was difficult. Mm. And you saw me in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think, though, it's those times of challenge which show you what you're made of, what matters, and that there is a way through. Mm -hmm. Perhaps another challenge that we've faced is when I have changed my professional role, Mm -hmm. perhaps over time, that maybe it wasn't a challenge as a couple, but as a family, I decided to take a step back from full-time work and reinvent myself yet again.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that was a challenge. That was a blessing because it worked. You needed to do it. The family adjusts and, you know, our eldest daughter especially needed that because she was being challenged. She faced the challenge of you leaving at quarter to five or whatever it was every morning and not being there. And so that was a challenge we addressed or you addressed. You saw it and you stepped back and I said, I think I remember saying to you, whatever you want to do is fine by me.
0: And you're right, it was a blessing. I'm yeah. so glad I made that choice. And often it can be hard to weigh that, up. We should
1: say that was stepping back from Studio 10 and leaving TV basically, yeah.
0: So making that decision to leave Studio 10, step back from full-time TV work, it was scary to begin with because I remember thinking, oh, what if What if that's it? What if I don't can't come up yeah, with something else Yeah, but you didn't let it define do? you. No, no, I didn't. And, and
1: that's a, a risk a lot like my job doesn't define me and you didn't let TV define you. You had the courage to sail. You know what I mean?
0: I do. And I think what's, to me, what I learned through that time, and I think it's a, a thing hopefully that our listeners can think about as well, is in your life there's a season for everything and things do change. And it doesn't mean it's always going to be that way, does it? No. No, it doesn't, Petey.
1: What's the hardest part about living with me? Is there something of mine you can't stand around the home?
0: (laughs) Well, I think the hardest part about living with you is the minute you wake up in the morning, you're awake and you like to talk at me and tell me the rundown on the day, everything that you're doing, and I cannot, I can't speak, I can't think until I've had my half litre of Mm. coffee. So that's the hardest thing. You're pretty, you don't really, you don't leave stuff around.
1: No, but you do, and I hate that. And I hate the junk that comes into the house, the bulging cupboards, you know, what I think frustrates me most is your wardrobe is just ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It is. We could own a penthouse in New York if I sold your clothing. Not clothing. True.
0: But you know how much or, I or love the Or not even sold outfits. it, just
1: gave it to charity. Be I wonderful. give a lot to charity. I know you do, but you don't give clothes.
0: But you know how much I love an outfit, Yeah, baby. but they don't
1: all get worn. And that really, that is my greatest frustration. And the bathroom, that it's like a makeup department or the storeroom of a makeup department in a department store.
0: (gasps) Well, I go through stages with the makeup. I've got the piles of things out.
1: And on the floor. Yes, that annoys me. And you use the bath as a, like a, you hang your clothes on the bath. (laughs) Yeah, actually, it's a toilet paper length roll list of issues we could go through. But it is, no. Anything else, Peter? No, you run a beautiful home. We run a beautiful home. Thank lovely you. Home.
0: Well, we've learnt, well, you've learnt with me too. I think I am a proud crap housewife and it's not about having a tidy home in inverted commas. Be nice
1: though. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, it won't happen. Life is too short to spend it yeah. cleaning all that stuff. Yeah. I'd rather have time for a laugh and to make a hat.
1: Would you notice if I emptied your wardrobe? Of course I would. Okay.
0: I, each of those pieces of clothing I have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I yep. know them yep. from a certain time and they.
1: Well,
0: I do. Or we
1: could have a ceremonial cleanse. <laughs> I no. remember. Oh. Anyway, next question.
0: Next question. <laughs> when do you feel most connected to me?
1: Most connected to you? Um, <laughs> I think we're very connected all the time, Jessica. We have great conversations. <laughs>
0: I feel most connected to you, Petey, when when we just chat. Yes. I love walking with you. Yes. When we daughter with Daff, our dog. Yes. When when we just spend time together. Yeah, well,
1: we do love being together. Yeah. That's the great thing, and we chat away. I think it's just consistent. It's not highs and lows, it's just consistency. And that, to me, is how is fine. I hate lows and I hate highs. Just sh-
0: I don't mind highs. I like yeah, highs. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I, I don't do. want it to be like that. Uh, yeah, I think no. we're more like
1: that. Yeah. And very respectful, very understanding. I know I drive you crazy sometimes, but you drive me crazy as well. But that's just a tiny little part of a fantastic connection and relationship.
0: Here's another goody, Petey. What do you want to feel more appreciated
1: for? Well, often I'll say, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and you say, well, what, do you want me to be your cheerleader? Do you want me, you know, I do stuff too, Peter, and I don't come back and give you a shopping list of what I've done. So if you could just appreciate when I come to you with a list and don't come back with me, at me with, well, I've done this, this and this, because I know you haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have. I don't list what I do. I don't feel I need to tell you, oh, I have done all these things. Mm. You know what I'd like to feel more appreciated for, Petey? What, Jessica? Having to cook every night.
1: Yeah, well, I can attempt to do it when I get home, but you know that's after 8 o'clock, so we'll be eating late. But you cook a beautiful meal. A beautiful meal. It's like I was at the supermarket the other day. Fancy Feast was on special, so I bought a whole stack of them. This lady said, do you have cats? I said, no, we're having a dinner party. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but we do have two lovely pussy cats. The fact that you also love cats, there's only a few more questions, Petey. Listeners, you sh- if you could only see him, he's looking going, how many questions have I got to answer? Because the thing is, Petey doesn't like talking about himself. He'd much rather hear about other people. <laughs> I've sort of answered this, but...
1: Okay, move on. No,
0: what is my annoying habit or trait?
1: I think your communication skills via telephone. But what I do also respect is while you're terrible on the telephone and terrible at returning messages, you also will say, well, Pete, when the kids come home, I'll leave my phone somewhere in the house and I'll devote my time and I'll be present with them. And I have a begrudging respect for that because I think, wow, we're so wedded to our technology these days and, you know, when your phone fails or your battery's flat, you think the world's caving in. You don't care about that. You just focus on what's at hand and that is pretty cool. Oh,
0: thanks. Mm. So I can say that next time when you get annoyed with me for not returning a call. Because I did read something quite interesting the other day that the, the rate at which or the speed at which someone replies to your message does not signify how important they are to you. there's this idea that if you don't respond straight away, then that person doesn't matter.
1: I like responding straight away because then I've ticked that box. They're done. Move on.
0: But sometimes I think I would say what is your most annoying habit is you can actually leave those boxes aside.
1: Yes, I know. I know what you're saying.
0: That it would be good if you were able to take the pressure off yourself not to have to think, oh, I've got this huge list of things Mm. to do for other people.
1: Mm. And I am a list writer and it is... A lot of need to help them or do that. and Yeah, I agree.
0: Because you're very big hearted and loving towards other people but sometimes I wish you would save that for yourself Mm -hmm. and not deplete yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, our 14-year-old said to us last year, it's great how you help everyone else but don't forget us as a family and that was really interesting and I'm now using that a bit as it's in my head and it's like, okay, that's what Giselle said and that's how I'm going to respond to this request. I'm sorry I can't help you because I'm committed that night to my family.
0: And as you know as well, with our girls and I think people with teenagers, with kids, the time is finite. Mm. That it's wonderful that they still love hanging out with us and we're with them, but pretty soon they'll be spreading their wings and really not as interested. So Mm. we really want to make it count and matter now. If you could change one thing about us as a couple, what would you
1: change, Petey? Your spending habits, I think, Jessica. (laughs) <laughs> I think we... I, it's not that funny, actually.
0: No, I shouldn't laugh, but it... <laughs> I, th-
1: I, I think you think we have a, a money orchard that is just fertilised on a daily basis. Well, I can tell you, we don't. <laughs> oh, it drives me bonkers. Well... Yes.
0: No, I think it's the different approaches. We do have different approaches to finance, and I'm much more of the the way of thinking life is too short, let's make it matter and count now.
1: Yeah, but the bank also doesn't have that approach. The bank has you've got a big mortgage and we need your payments. So that's what my role is, is to make sure, (laughs) you know.
0: So maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Well,
1: I'd love it if it was somewhere in the middle.
0: I think I've got better. I have.
1: Yeah. Not really. (laughs) You know that.
0: I do. I know that. But anyway. Oh, this is when are you most attracted to me?
1: Who wrote these questions?
0: <laughs> Nick, a wonderful producer. Well,
1: as you know, Jessica, <laughs> even only an hour ago when we were sitting having coffee, I just looked at you and I said, God, you're beautiful. So, you know, you know how I feel about you. You're a stunning woman inside and out. I remember when you were on Studio 10 and you come home with a full face of TV makeup. And I thought, God, no, you're such a natural beauty. And that's what I love as well.
0: Oh, Petey. Stop it.
1: Oh,
0: well, when am I most attracted no, you don't. to no, you? you no, don't, you
1: don't have to worry about that. Why not? Okay.
0: When you're just with me because I just think you're so gorgeous. <laughs>
1: okay, keep going. Your
0: beautiful blue eyes. Yes, Jessica. you are. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And you give the best hugs. Yes, yes. <laughs> In what ways or areas do you feel I help boost your self confidence?
1: You're fantastic. I've got to say, your positivity is infectious and I, you've never, ever been anything but encouraging. If I'll come home or something, I'll go, oh, this or that or... You always find the positive. So you're amazing. For my self-confidence, the children's self-confidence, everyone's self-confidence, you always find a way to be positive and that's amazing. Incredible trait.
0: Oh. Thanks, my darling. Well, you boost my self-confidence by believing in me. And even though we are so different in so many ways, I'm quirky, I'll have these harebrained ideas or seemingly harebrained ideas, but you'll still support me, even though you might roll your eyes. But your belief in my ability has kept me going at times when I've really doubted whether I'll still have a, a career when I've questioned, oh, can I write this? Can I do this? Can I make this speech? Because all of us have those moments where you, you might appear to be confident, but mm. on the inside you're thinking, oh, this is out of my comfort zone. I'm not sure mm. about mm. this. And because I know you are by my side backing me, that gives me the confidence to be Quirky, or to be my best self.
1: You mentioned the word hair brain. I'll just take hair. That is another thing that annoys me is when you come home with pink hair or purple hair. I hate blue hair. Oh, my goodness me.
0: Hate is a strong word. Well,
1: well in, this instance, in this instance, it's an appropriate word.
0: Why do you hate
1: it? it ages you.
0: Oh. Mm. Even when I have my Botox, it ages me.
1: I like you, blonde <laughs> you know what
0: well, I'm ready to do a no, bit of a color. God no. But you, again you see life is too short it's I know, fun I to know. do different colors. But sometimes
1: yeah. Cuz I think you do it to annoy me. I don't. You do, it's
0: you do. not it's that idea of hair well, every is time about me every not time about you. Every
1: time you say you go to the hairdresser I will go is it for a cut or a color? Oh both. Well please just <laughs> just don't come home the color of your lipstick.
0: <laughs> but hair you can quickly change.
1: The hot hot pink took a while to change.
0: (laughs) Well, I think a sign of true love, though, my darling, was when you coloured. You helped me colour it during COVID. That's right. The pink. Remember? Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you did. Yes, I did. Why, Why did I?
0: Because I had roots and oh, okay. I couldn't get round to the back. Oh, that's right. Remember? I slopped all the paint on the back. And you helped do it for yeah. me. And yeah. I thought, now, this is a man who truly loves me. He hates this hair colour, but he's still doing it.
1: If you're still listening to us, we really appreciate your time today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the lucky last question, my darling. <laughs> oh, how can I love you best in this season of our life?
1: Just being who you are, beautiful. Just being what we've had for 20 years, consistent and generous of spirit and kind.
0: Oh, my darling. Well, I think that's a beautiful way to round off our big question, which is what is the secret to our happy marriage?
1: I don't know that we answered it.
0: Well, it's what have been our secrets. Yeah. What we've Well, they're not secrets. It's just,
1: just being consistent. It's just being authentic. It's just being happy with each other. Have your bumps. But we're just happy to be together, to coexist. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. The grass is browner, Jessica.
0: Oh, we know that. Not greener. You know what I mean. (laughs) No, I know exactly (laughs) what you mean, my darling. And also, I think for people listening as well, to be aware that nothing is ever perfect. No. And there are moments when you do drive each other up the wall, when you have your, you know, spats about different things. But I think for us, what I reckon is the real key to us is. We share the same moral compass. Mm -hmm. So we feel exactly the same way about those big things that matter in life. Being our love for each other, our family and friends and the way that we approach that. Well said. So what do you think? I had so much fun with Petey in the studio. He's still sitting in here with me actually, rolling his eyes and believe it or not, he's back on his phone, no doubt responding to some of those messages that various people have been sending him. Now, if you haven't already listened to my episode with PD from season two, I reckon you're gonna love it. We'll put a link in the show notes for you. And that's our special Valentine's Day episode. I've got to say, though, Petey, have you got anything planned for Valentine's Day for me? No. No?
1: You know that I don't do Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know that. It's just another day for you and I.
0: <laughs> because every day is Valentine's How Day. How did I
1: know you'd say that? <laughs> <clears throat> You're listening to the Jess Rowe Big Talk Show on Listener.